Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Have you ever felt a knife cut through human flesh and scrape the bone beneath? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Be my victim. Hello, my name is Austin Torres, and welcome to the Would You Die podcast, the show where we talk about our favorite horror monsters and villains. Today, I am joined by Twitch streamer, host, voice actor. You can catch her on the Murder Moose podcast, Continue. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on. I'm very excited because today we're talking about everyone's favorite cryptid, the Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I actually don't know if he's everyone's favorite cryptid. I just kind of assume he's everyone's favorite cryptid because he's mine. I assume so with the rise in popularity over the last few years because yeah, it used to be nobody knew who it was, knew who, who Mothman was. And now all of a sudden everybody's like, I know Mothman. I'm like, darn right you do. <laughs> we led the charge, that's why. Everyone wants to be cool like us. That's right. <laughs> but uh, before we get before we get like into the moth man, I just did that little introduction for you. I was hoping you can kind of tell everyone what the Twitch stream is like and the voice acting is because you do a lot of you do it all. <laughs> do a lot of stuff. Yeah. So my name is Continuo. I'm a full time content creator slash gamer slash host slash voice actor slash basically anything that I can get my grubby little hands on within the content creation sphere. I've been playing, I started out playing video games on YouTube before I really knew what I was doing about like nine years ago. And then I decided that I wanted to do charity streaming. So I, I learned about charity streams on Twitch and I was like, Hey, sign me up. I'm sold. So I started streaming on Twitch to build a community to be able to do charity streaming. And uh, from there, it just kind of took off. And I left my full-time job and dove headfirst into streaming. Uh, I stream six days a week. I start at 7 a.m. Eastern. It's very early in the morning. And I play a huge variety of things, um, lots of horror games, lots of puzzle games, way too much Fallout. <laughs> uh, if there can be enough too much, if there can be too much fallout and just very chat and community oriented. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, you mentioned you play a lot of horror uh, video games. What are some of your favorites for the horror video games? Oh, gosh. Um, I think like whenever you get into that genre and you're ready to dive in, one of the first should be Outlast always. Mm -hmm. Um, Outlast and Whistleblower are phenomenal. I absolutely love them. I don't know if you'd necessarily classify Bioshock into horror, but I definitely would consider that as well as Doom. I mean, you could even throw Wolfenstein in. I am so incredibly excited for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that's coming out. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, let's see what else. Oh gosh, there's a ton of indie games. I just finished playing through Little Misfortune, which isn't really horror, but it's really good. Oh gosh, we could go. I have a whole folder. What do you <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Welcome to the game is really good. Uh yeah, there's a lot. Amnesia, I think, is great if you're like first diving into horror games. The Call of Cthulhu games are fabulous. There's so many good ones. We could talk about, maybe that's what we should have talked about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Resident Evil. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot that. I have a Resident Evil tattoo. Uh, Resident oh, Evil nice. Hands down, yeah. Do you like the Resident Evil movies? I think if you take them out of the context of the game and you treat them as their own individual, as far as the original ones, like one, two, and three, I'm kind of down with. I actually really liked where they were going with this most recent Resident Evil movie, but it felt like way too much fan service tried to be like just smushed into one. It very well mm. should have been split apart, in my opinion, because when he walks into the police station, the whole time I was watching it with some friends, I was like, oh my God, and then immediately was like, oh, Okay, 
But then like, I loved the Netflix series and everybody hated on it. And I was like, you gotta look at them from different perspectives because the books are completely different than the games and the movies are different. Yes, I liked, I liked them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good because I gotta say, I'm not, I don't really know the Resident Evil franchise that well. I've seen the first movie mm-hmm. and one of the other movies, but I don't know which one it was. Yeah, they're great. Um, the games are very like different. It kind of, you know, they function like games have progressed over the years. The first one is extremely puzzle oriented with minimal shooting. And if you do shoot in the game, you're very limited on ammo. That is kind of Resident Evil style. Whereas today, the storytelling is completely different. You're playing first person. You don't have like in four have Ashley running around screaming about Leon the whole time. And the story that they're working on with this newest trilogy when it comes to Resident Evil is so good. Bioshock or Biohazard, Village, and then the newest one. I think the newest one that's getting ready to come out is going to be blowing the rest out of the water. And I hope that they take it and turn it into a show, but I know they won't. But I wish they would. One day, you got to manifest that energy. You got. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. have you always been a fan of horror or is that something that you kind of got into like later on when I was younger I was very sheltered (laughs) 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 my mom was was raised Amish and uh my father grew up in the coal mines of West Virginia which maybe that's why Mothman anyway uh (laughs) so I wasn't like super into it because I didn't see it and then I got older and I watched Motel Hell with my parents and I was like this is awesome and then like I kind of slid into like the underworld kind of stuff and then like just kept going and then as I got older I got really really into it and I have a really bad uh, collecting habit where most of my stuff has been moved to the basement now because there was so much but I have a whole lot of horror memorabilia and uh, I'm a big Shining fan I love a lot of Stephen King stuff Um, classic always big Leatherface fan I will say uh, this this is going to get me disowned and I was going to bring it up because of your shirt. I have not watched (laughs) any of the Scream movies. And so for the podcast, we're talking about (laughs) doing Scream 6 and I'm like, oh, no, that's a lot of movies to watch. Well, it's six. We'll give you an extra week. And I was like, thank you, because that's not happening this week. Well, I hope you like um, them. I will. I don't know why I've never watched them. It's just like Hellraiser. I had never watched Hellraiser and I have no idea why. Well, there are like 15 Hellraiser movies or something yeah. crazy like that. And I, I I, can tell you, I've not seen them all. I've rewatched the original a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the <laughs> new one? I did watch the new one. Yeah. So I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked the new Pinhead. I thought they did great. I thought they were scary. I like that it felt like a completely different story with completely different characters, but then it still had the Chatterer, who's my favorite. Mm-hmm. That seems like everybody's <laughs> favorite. Well, I like alien-looking shit, so the Chatterer, the Chatterer looks like an alien to me, and I think mm-hmm. that's why I like him the best. That's the one whose like mouth is all like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he can't see. I won't be able to see this, but if I remember right, I don't know, like, isn't it kind of like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Everyone can hear it, but o- only I got to see that. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> but um, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Scream fan. I'm at the time of this recording, Scream 6 is coming out in a few days. I can't Yay. wait. Um, by the time this comes out, I think you would have seen all the Scream movies, but I'm hoping you like them. And if Starting you don't, tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I hope you like them. And if you don't just, I never have to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's my, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> no one has to know. Exactly. I could just conveniently go missing on that particular conversation day with everyone. What would you think of Scream? Oh, look at the, I got to, no, just kidding. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be great. 
<laughs> and you can just say stuff like, you know what? It was shot with cameras. Some of there them on film. Great some of them cinematography. The trailer yeah. was great. The casting <laughs> was fabulous. <laughs> Outstanding. It told a story. Yeah. <laughs> there were lights. <laughs> Sound quality was there. I mean, was it? Yeah, sure. We'll say so. Why not? There, I've reviewed Scream 6. You're welcome. No, we kidding. did it. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like we all have that kind of that franchise or the area of horror we know nothing about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> what was your earliest memory of the Mothman? Mm. I remember watching the Mothman movie when I was young with Richard Gere. Um, yes. Where did that come out? I think that's early 2000s. Yeah, 2002. Yeah, The Mothman Prophecies. Yeah, I remember watching it then and being scared out of my mind. And I don't know why, because the movie's not really scary. It's just kind of, I mean, most most kids aren't really going to get, you know, the whole harbinger of doom thing at that age, I suppose. Right. But I think after that, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, let's learn a little bit more about this. And then I got more into learning about cryptids and i grew up i live i grew up and i live in a place that supposedly has its own but i feel like everybody everywhere has their own cryptid but we have a version of sasquatch supposedly and so learning about that you know being out in the woods you'd be hanging out with your friends you'd hear something and you're like oh sasquatch and then you're like oh most overrated cryptid ever um kind of went down the road in the rabbit hole and I was like oh okay cool and then what really kicked it into gear was like I said I'd, I'd known about Mothman I really liked Mothman I thought Mothman was like a really cool concept I thought cryptids overall were really cool and then when Fallout mm -hmm. 76 dropped <laughs> because also my dad like I said was a coal miner in West well his father was a coal miner in West Virginia and he grew up in West Virginia back in the like 50s so my dad being kind of around that whole world at the time was exposed to it. So I knew a little bit here and there from it. And then when Fallout 76 released, we really started learning more about the different cryptids in the area because West Virginia is such a hot, hot ticket area for cryptids anyway, which I knew about already. But I got to take some time during COVID to like, I mean, Again, I was super into Mothman already, but I got to go to, <laughs> before COVID, we went to the Mothman Festival, which is really cool. It's a lot of fun if you don't mind big crowds. So we went to Point Pleasant for that. And then we did the museum and all that jazz. But during COVID, I, we took some time because we were having to drive back and forth from East Tennessee to Cleveland, Ohio often. So we made mm. some stops in West Virginia and made sure we hit like all of the hot spots for cryptids. And we stayed in Point Pleasant at the hotel across the street from the Mothman Museum. And we went to the Greenbrier and we did all these things, like hit all the different places. And it was a lot of fun. So that wasn't your question at all, but you got extra, <laughs> I guess, um, a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what the Mothman does, right? Like, at least my experience are, are not the Mothman, literally, but like the concept of the Mothman is like when you start reading or when you start thinking about him, all of a sudden, that's all you want to think about. Yeah. Right. Just like his kind of MO, right? Because he's, uh, right. you know, a harbinger of doom in some in some worlds, in some theories, and then in others, he's a... I find it really interesting, the differences in that, where there's some cultures that, well, cultures, individuals that view the Mothman mm -hmm. as like a symbol of intelligence and wisdom, and you're, you know, essentially blessed to be in his presence. And then there's others who are like, no, it's bad. You don't want him around. It's really interesting. But I mean, that falls with like cryptids in general. A lot of people have so many differing viewpoints. And it's great because I have like, all these books on cryptids and even today I was flipping through some on the Mothman just to make sure that I was like, oh yeah, I'm brushed up to date with this. And I was like, oh, 
they're all different. <laughs> I mean, basic dates are right. Like, you know, they're all the same. Yeah. But yeah. Well, what is your kind of personal interpretation of what the Mothman represents or is? I think that at least to me, because of the way that I kind of like grew up with Mothman being a harbinger of doom, like he's a bad omen. Doesn't change the fact that he's cool as heck, but <laughs> it's bad omen. Like I don't particularly want to go out and be on a bridge and have the Mothman show up and me look up and see the red eyes and the and the silhouette. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not about that life. I'm I'm quite good. Now, if I saw him at a distance, I would be like, you know what? Okay, maybe we're good. If my ears start bleeding, I might <laughs> lose my mind. But it's probably going that way anyway. <laughs> well, it's interesting because like the Mothman is something that I think like, yeah, Harbinger of Doom, whereas someone is like, because I, I know I've seen some people think he's like an alien. Mm -hmm. I um, think that's really interesting. The whole like ties with the UFO theories. That yeah. Come with, yeah. It's fascinating. And like, I can't prove it wrong, you know, but to me, the Mothman kind of like. I don't know. This is going to sound strange, but I promise it makes sense. Or maybe it doesn't make sense. Maybe it only makes sense in my head. But to me, the Mothman kind of feels like an angel. Mm -hmm. I've heard that theory. Yeah, go ahead. And I don't know if like a literal angel, but to me, they feel related because like angels and I don't mean like the hallmark, a little baby with wings in a halo angel. I mean, like the biblical to gaze upon them would melt your brain type of <laughs> Book type of, of angel angels right yeah and and like and like if i remember correctly the angels would always like an angel came down to mary and joseph and like hey get the heck out of here because king what's his name is killing all the baby i'm very good at bible studies by the way <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but that's what the angels did right like they brought messages from god and is that not is that not what oh my god english is hard today isn't that what the mothman did i mean yeah basically that's yeah. i'd i've heard people refer to the mothman being linked with like ufos i have heard the angel mm -hmm. theory before but I, I think that one's a really good one, personally. But then again, I'm like really into I'm on that kick right now of learning about like the hybrid human angel concept. And mm -hmm. I, but yeah, I think that that's a, a good point. I also think my personal interpretation of the Mothman is very heavily influenced by the aforementioned aforementioned. 2002 Richard Gere classic The Mothman Prophecies mm -hmm. which I also saw at a young age. I it freaked it freaked me out, you know, but I feel like that movie's really existential. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And when you talk about The Mothman, it always, well, not always, but almost always seems to lead into a what is existence sort of conversation. Yeah, I would agree with that. I like that. I think I should probably rewatch it because it has been a while since I watched it. I know the last time that I watched it, I was like, there are parts of this that are really boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I should probably rewatch it. But yeah, definitely. It's a really good point. So I can safely assume that you are 100% a Mothman believer. It <laughs> it's kind of like everything right so i'm yeah. i'm like i'm super into conspiracy theories i especially like goofy ones that are absolutely ridiculous and then right. people will ask oh are you into conspiracy like do you believe in conspiracy theories and i'm like i believe that there are things out there that exist that we can't explain i believe that there are i 100 believe in aliens i mm -hmm. i will say that with all of my chest. Um, but as far as everything else, I'm kind of like, well, you know, is it, does it exist? Is it something? Is it a sign? Yes and no, I guess would be the best way to put that. I, I get it. I get it because I'm the type of person where I'm not, I'm not the, 
you have to prove it to me for me to believe it. I'm more of a, you have to prove me wrong for me to discredit it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. My thing with the Mothman is, do I believe he is a man of moth? I No, not really. But I do believe there was an entity in Point Pleasant before that bridge collapsed. Yeah, I could see that. And I, I don't believe it was a very big bird who was chasing that... <laughs> car of the car around <laughs> right. yeah yeah what, what it was the, the article was called uh i wrote it down because i thought it was hilarious it's mm-hmm. um couples see man-sized bird dot 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 creature dot 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 something <laughs> <laughs> like that's great I think uh, that, yeah like with other cryptids and mothman included i think that it says a lot about humanity's ability to deal with difficult situations but also the way that humanity tends to kind of grasp onto these concepts and run with it because right after the first sighting of mothman there were hundreds of other sightings like 100 that were supposedly reported some that were firefighters volunteer firefighters and then supposedly others that were too afraid to come forward but then there's also this whole thought process that goes along with that where they're talking about you know like is this just hysteria is just crowd mentality that's you know you saw mothman oh my gosh i think i saw mothman and then there's the whole also like they were people were releasing weather balloons with red flashlights on them into the air and being like oh it's mothman oh yeah yeah so i think that it says a lot about like humanity and the the way that we adapt as a society to handle things that maybe aren't necessarily easily discussed or answered And yes, 100%, I believe that there is some type of entity that probably showed whether it was like, you know, entirely from someone because there were multiple people that reported seeing it on the bridge, correct? Uh, As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, unless everybody, you know, again, kind of had that like hive mind-ish mentality that was like, oh, you saw it? I saw it too. Wow. Oh, yeah. You know, which is one of the, you know downsides of human of any type of society i suppose that got a lot heavier than i intended but yeah (laughs) yes sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i said earlier that's the thing about mothman when you talk about him it goes into like these philosophical things and that's to me is the appeal like not to not not to you already did a little bit of shade and I don't want to be piling on, but we're not we're not talking heavy shit about Sasquatch. I was about to say there are so <laughs> many cryptids that you can put like very heavy, like philosophical beliefs in like Mothman. But Sasquatch is just out there roaming around. Like, what are we putting on? Exactly. Is exactly. He... What? What? <laughs> I don't and like, like Sasquatch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's no, yeah, like you said, there's no philosophical existential questions. There is no debating the the morality of God or anything like that. It's just like big, uh, big discount Chewbacca walking through the woods. No disrespect to my boy Chewbacca. We but don't like, find their bodies when they die. We know, but like, <laughs> but are they, I mean, I okay, but I guess technically you could run down that rabbit hole because you could go with, is it a missing species of humanity or there others? But even then it doesn't go as deep as Mothman. Right, because then there are so many ways to scientifically debunk Sasquatch, which a real scientist would do far better than me. I'm just a, asshole with a podcast but i mean the the best thing that came out of the sasquatch lore is harry and the hendersons yes absolutely so that movie rocks but other than that like i feel like sasquatch is just like like a mickey mouse sort of mascot now yeah I mean, it does give you, the, I mean, the same thing with a lot of cryptids and anything within, you know, fables and mm-hmm. whatnot. It gives you some type of validity to attach to things like, oh, I'm walking through the woods and I hear a snap. 
well, it can't possibly be an animal. It has to be Sasquatch. There's right. acorns falling around me. They're throwing, he's throwing acorns at me. Well, that has to be Sasquatch. There's no way that that's the tree. I just spit everywhere. The tree. <laughs> <laughs> I did it twice. Um, <laughs> but it, it's definitely it. Yeah, I don't like Sasquatch. <laughs> I was about to say, everyone listening is like, damn, she really fucking hates Sasquatch. Not so much. Like, I'm not out there being like, er, Sasquatch. I just think that there are so many other cooler cryptids that you can discuss. Like, I also kind of think that the Loch Ness Monster is don't, a over. Don't you dare. Don't it. you I dare. It. I said no. it. It's done. It's been said. No, I'm just kidding. I don't actually know enough about the Loch Ness Monster to, like, throw shade. But. <laughs> that. My, oh, okay. My homegirl, Nessie. <laughs> this is a Nessie safe zone. I'm, like I I'm, said, I don't know enough about about Loch Ness Monster, about Nessie. There was a really good movie that came out when I was like young that was, oh gosh, I can never remember what it was called, but it was basically about these kids, this kid that found a version of the Loch Ness Monster that took good care of them and like was there for them when their whole family was falling apart. God, I can't remember what it was called. It was a live action movie. I'm just going to Google search kids Loch Ness Monster. 90s. Movie. Oh, 90s. Okay. <laughs> As I throw my age out, I already did that once. <laughs> Was it Loch Ness? I don't think so. Ted Danson? No. <laughs> 96. Oh, well, hold on. Maybe. Let me see. And it looked, it's MGM live action. Maybe it is. Hmm. I also see Magic in the Water. Magic 95. in the Water. Magic okay. in the Water. Yep. There are two. Loch Ness mid-90s movies. There's Magic in the Water and there's Loch Ness. Yeah, Magic in the Water. That was it. It was so cute. Oh, the throwback. It looks like a seal head. <laughs> with like, okay, I take it back. I don't dislike Loch, the Loch Ness monster as much anymore. <laughs> okay, good. Because I was Magic so the ready. Water saved it. I, well, I was so ready, ready to, to cancel be... me. You're like, no. Nope. I was. I was. I, I I had my clicker on like the stop recording button. I was so ready to be like, that's all the time we have today, folks. Uh, it was nice having you. <laughs> no, Nessie is my second favorite. It was my favorite for a, a long time. And then I discovered the Mothman. Mm -hmm. And then the Mothman became my favorite because obviously. Right, right. Of course, no questions asked. There and are like, some really great, yeah. less popular ones that like I keep finding in all of I am becoming a cryptozoologist. No, not really. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> the more that I like read about different ones, I'm like, oh, there's so many good ones, so many good ones. And West Virginia is just like oozing with different ones too. So well, I'm from Michigan. Mm -hmm. So our big ones are Detroit area. We have the Nain Rouge, mm -hmm. which is like a little red demon dwarf thing. And supposedly if you see him, like something really shitty is about to happen to you mm -hmm. or to the community or whatever. So he's kind of like a mothman, a harbinger of doom. And then we also have, and this one has a song to go with it. But we have the Michigan Dog Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly, that's like really North Michigan, I believe. I could be wrong, but I believe it's the Upper Peninsula um, on the border of Wisconsin. And for everyone listening who's not like a Midwest Michigan, whatever, um, the Upper Peninsula is like this bit of land. It's like the mitten part of Michigan and then the upper peninsula, which is like its own thing, but it's connected to Wisconsin. And there's like one bridge connecting the two peninsulas of Michigan. And that's my geography lesson for the day. I'm lucky that I know where anything is. I, you did great. 
but Dogman like supposedly lives in like the sewers and stuff, right? Like, or like under in like abandoned houses or something. Well, the Dogman's always seen on like the road. Well, the Michigan Dogman's always seen on like the side of like a road. And I think once he was saw outside of like a jail mm-hmm. or something like that. Dogman in the sewers. I'm not sure that's the Michigan Dogman. That might be like the Ohio Dogman or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then Detroit also has had sightings of Mothman. So you're you're up in the Detroit area? Yes. Yeah. And so I did not know there were Detroit site Detroit. I did Detroit. not know there were Detroit site. <laughs> That's how I say it sometimes. I have I have difficulties with my R's, especially if there's W's near them. So, but yeah, Chicago as well. Chicago has a lot of sightings. Detroit has sightings because it was like, you know, down in just chilling in West Virginia and it's just slowly made its way across. I think that there's even some supposedly out on the West Coast sightings of Mothman. I knew there were multiple sightings of Mothman, but I never know. I never knew Detroit was one of them. Mm-hmm. So, and... Detroit's had a history, so I can imagine there being Mothman <laughs> sightings. I mean, every major city has, right? But like, right. like I know off the top of my head, Detroit was one of the really major cities of the 1960s. The riots for the civil rights, you mm-hmm. know, that era, which I'm an asshole with a podcast. I am not a history major. <laughs> I know the bare bones of history. But being a uh, Detroit native, I do know, like, there was some violence. Right, right. After MLK died. There's a lot of, and with violence, you're going to have a lot of theories and and means of coping and trying to handle, explaining why things are the way they are and what happened. And that's why I think a lot of people do lean towards cryptids and lean towards conspiracy theories and you know, every conspiracy theory, there's a seed of truth buried in there somewhere. I want to believe. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the harder it is to, like, disprove, the more likely I am to believe it. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Mothman, I don't think you can ever disprove. Yeah, how would how would you disprove it? You right. Know? Because, like, just because you find one fake one doesn't mean that they're all fake exactly and like Nessie scientifically can be debunked because i don't think the loch ness can at least at least not like a giant fucking plesiosaur the loch ness cannot support that is there an undiscovered species i hope so that'd be oh absolutely hell but i don't think Nessie exists as we want to believe Nessie exists. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like space, right? We have that whole, oh gosh, what's the part of the ocean? I was just watching something about it the other day. Like the whole part of the ocean that they don't want to disturb, that's like super deep. I mean, but but again, like you have the ocean, which is incredibly deep, which is practically untouched in certain areas. And of course there's going to be stuff. Like you can't, until you can see it, like you can't really say it's not there. You know, I mean... Except Sasquatch. Except for Sasquatch. That's just some dude roaming around who has a thyroid problem. (laughs) This is a Sasquatch hate zone. (laughs) Now I want a shirt that says Sasquatch is not real. And then on the back, it says like, but Mothman is. Or like, (laughs) but every other cryptid is. (laughs) Right. And it's... You know those memes where it's like I'm um I'm no longer friends with Bigfoot and then it's like hashtag um Mothman Gang and then are like hashtag Nessie for life. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, that that's what I'm thinking of when you say that these uh Sasquatch hate shirts. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, I'm gonna speak briefly for you and say that neither of us actually hate Sasquatch. We just he's just Bullshit. No, <laughs> I mean, hate is a strong word. Exactly. Which is why I'm choosing to use it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love how this devolved 
into a love of Mothman into a let's fucking trash Sasquatch. <laughs> Poor Sasquatch, who's minding his own business. Uh, well, he's not listening because he doesn't fucking exist. Dude out in the woods with a thyroid problem with hair growing all over is like, ah. but they be right though. <laughs> he, he's probably like, can people stop calling me Sasquatch? I have a name. My name is Theodore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you pick like a top five perfect name for a Sasquatch. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. His it's name bad. is now Theodore. Theodore. <laughs> All right. Well, the first one obviously is uh, Harry. Well, obviously, yes. Um, the yeah. second one, I, I'm going to put Theodore as number two because I can just see it. Uh, Teddy for short. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Got to. I got to come up with three more for our boy for our. Well, he's not my boy. <laughs> um, this is my truce. This is my olive branch to Sasquatch. I was trying to think of a woman's name to place on Sasquatch. Shirley? Because like Shirley Temple with like curls, like maybe Sasquatch is roaming around out like with beautiful curly hair. And maybe that's why I don't like Sasquatch because <laughs> they've got better hair than I will ever have. You know, maybe that will go with Shirley. Okay. My first thought was Sally because like Sally Sasquatch is fun yeah, to that's say. Cute. I like that. Like, like that. that's like that could be like a little kid's book, mm-hmm. like a series of kids' book. That could books. Sally Sasquatch and Molly Mothman. Oh, <gasps> might be fun. Or Marvin the Mothman. That's too similar to Marvin the Martian. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, Which I believe in Marvin the Marshman. I know he's a fictional Looney Tune character, but he's real. He's a cool dude. He is. We okay, we got to. We got to get off that. We got, I will, he's my favorite <laughs> Looney Tune. We, we can't go that far. We can't go that far. All right. So we got Harry. We got Theodore. We got mm-hmm. Shirley. We got Sally. Mm-hmm. And we got um, Jimothy. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Jimothy, 100%. That's a Sasquatch name. The only thing with that is I like the name Jimothy. Do I want to put the name Jimothy? Well, but I like all the other. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> What's well, like all like I've never met a Sasquatch that didn't have the name Jimothy. I don't know where I was going with that. I've never met a Sasquatch. <laughs> I too have never met a Sasquatch with the name Jimothy. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if ever if you're listening and you are a Sasquatch fan, I am sorry. Not for talking shit. I'm just sorry that Sasquatch is your favorite. Yeah. And you exactly. have to be exposed to the truth now. Now, if if you are, make sure you tag the podcast and and let and tag me as well and let us <laughs> know why you're wrong. Not why we're wrong, but why you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tag us why we're wrong and tell us. <laughs> there's a call to action. <laughs> but not that there's like beef between the cryptid gangs or like maybe there is. I don't know. Wouldn't that be funny if there were like different groups of people that were like, well, I am very pro Mothman and Sasquatch is evil. And they were like out. Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you, but that was just a really funny vision. In my well, that's, well, that's what I'm thinking of it as like sports. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you're already wearing Mothman merch. Like I, mm. we got to get like Mothman jerseys. We'll, we'll do the fan club. And like, there, there are other cryptids like we're, we're okay with like when, when they go head to head, we want to beat them, but it's not going to ruin our day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, Nessie's fine. Like, and Nessie's good. Nessie's cool. Um, I'm down cool. for the Jersey Devil and, like, the Michigan Dog Man. The Chupacabra mm-hmm. is, a, is a homie. But, like, Sasquatch is, like, that's the one where it's, like, I I hate them. I, I, I want to pummel them. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of sports. So I'm like, I my when I went to college, I went to Michigan State. So I hate uh, the University of Michigan, right? Well, sports wise, I don't actually hate the school. It's a great school. I have a lot of friends that go there. But sports wise, I'm always like, I want to win. You know, that's what it has to be like. It's like UT hating on Florida. But yes, Bama yeah. being like super anti UT. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like, I want there to be like Twitter spats where it's just like Team Mothman. Yeah. Hashtag go Mothman go. And then someone comments like, no, Sasquatch rules. And then someone else comments, Sasquatch drools hashtag uh team mothman forever but instead of like f-o-r-e-v-e-r it's like f- the number four and then e-v-u-r yeah or e-v-a yeah both of those would work absolutely <laughs> and then and then there's gonna be like cheerleaders and like marching yeah. bands like the mothman marching band and they all have antennas yeah, they wear they wear red sunglasses. <laughs> I love it. I Sold. love it. The uh, Mothman marching band coming soon to a city near you. Well, this got unhinged quick. Hi, my name is Continue, and I'm very good at unhinging conversations. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who I blame? Hmm. Ma- I- Mothman, Sasquatch. Who are we blaming? <laughs> I was going to blame Sasquatch. <laughs> Mothman could do no wrong. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> Even in Fallout, because there's there are like the wise, there's the wise Mothman, and then there's like a couple other like versions of Mothman that float around. And even oh. when like the vengeful Mothman comes out, I'm like, oh, but you're so sweet, and I don't want to. And then it like you know tries to kill you, and I'm like, I'm just gonna run, not because I can't, but because you're so wholesome, and I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> Well, there's not a hug button. No, I can do a heart. I can like, you know, throw hearts up or wave, but I can't hug. (gasps) Except during the Mothman event, Mm -hmm. when the Mothman Equinox is happening in game, you can um, touch the Mothman to get his um, wisdom. And then you can also do it during the, there's another Mothman event that happens in the game with fireflies and when that mothman descends you can touch them for their wisdom i have a problem <laughs> <laughs> well I, i'd rather touch the mothman than touch the sasquatch yeah because sasquatch is probably stinky Ew. yeah not like chewbacca chewbacca clean yeah yeah we're making a lot of assumptions about sasquatch and i'm okay with it I mean, what's Sasquatch going to do? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Throw an acorn at me, bring it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although I don't know if I want to throw an acorn back at Sasquatch because that's kind of mean. Yeah. I mean, we could just bang sticks together like supposedly they do and get out of here, bear, but get out of here, Sasquatch. How do we not know that Sasquatch? Okay, I'm sorry. I was about to go down. Like, why is why is Sasquatch not just a bear? Like, why? Maybe he's a cocaine bear. Did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that cocaine bear is based on events that happened here? Well, so I live right outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. I live in like the Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville area. Oh shit! Yeah, so cocaine bear. Was in Knoxville, like the actual story of Cocaine Bear, the bear that ate way too much cocaine. <laughs> fun, I, fun story. I know that, like, the real cocaine bear is like taxidermied in a museum. That would not surprise me. <laughs> and that's that's one of my true goals in life. One is to go to the Mothman Point Pleasant, uh, the the Mothman Festival in Point Pleasant. Another one is to go pay my respects to cocaine bear in Tennessee. I think I think he's in Tennessee. I think that's a museum. He's in I know he's in a he's in a museum. I did not know he was in a museum and that's really cool. I saw that on a random YouTube video the other Heck yeah. day. Word of advice if you go to the Mothman Festival 
first mm-hmm. of all, be prepared because it is packed. It's very, very packed and it's very warm. Um, mm. My suggestion is almost not to go to the festival and to go like any other time because Point Pleasant's not usually very busy and stay at the hotel across the street. It's very cool. It's very old. I'm talking skeleton keys. Every door is open in the hotel. Floors are worn down. Supposedly rooms are haunted. There's an attached little like glass museum beside it. Well, it's not just glass, but they have art and stuff. The people live like upstairs. It's stunning. Everything is old as shit. Like you're certain at any point in time, your wall unit air conditioner is going to fall out, but it is awesome and then also the museum is very tiny so if you go during the festival you're like very compacted in and like it's hard to see everything not that there's a ton of stuff to see but then just for the experience you have to go to the place that has the mothman pizza it's not very good but there's a really awesome donut shop across the street from it and then there's a place that sells mothballs which are like chocolate malt balls and there's a coffee place that does mothman stuff i yes the festival's fun. Go during the festival, but then also go another time. I, I'm going to take that advice to heart because I do want to go to the festival one day just to say I've been to the festival. Mm-hmm. But to actually enjoy myself, I will go a different time. Stay at the hotel across the street. Well, you kind of lost me because you said it was haunted and I don't do ghosties. Well, okay, fine. It was actually, it was really funny. Um, we stayed because I like the older ho- the older hotels and stuff that have like ghosty histories. So I just had a conversation mm-hmm. with somebody the other day about whether or not I believe in ghosts. And I was like, not necessarily energies. Yeah, but whatever. Um, but so we went to, we went to stay there and it was creepy because like we were the only people staying there. There may have, there may have been one other couple, but like it was just us. So we're just wandering around. Now the family that lives there, they were there and we uh, like, they give you the skeleton key. They're like, it's $250 if you decide to keep it. And I'm like, Oh no. Um, but we're wandering around. There's gaps on the floor under the doors that are about like this. And so like, you can hear and see everything. Like it's very, very creepy, but we went to leave. Cause I was taking some fallout photos for um, just some cosplay stuff. And uh, they were like, hey, on your key, there's a secondary little key. Um, when you walk out of the building, just lock the door behind you. And then whenever you come in, just you know, unlock it and then lock the door behind you. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, the, we don't have anybody else scheduled to check in tonight. And I was like, this is crazy. And then like the elevator's old as heck. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's such a good experience. I really loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. Mothman's cool. I I agree. <laughs> I just have to say that while I 100% believe in the Mothman and 80% believe in the Chupacabra and 70% believe in Nessie and negative 8% believe in Sasquatch, there are, there are three things that terrify me in this world. Spiders. Mm-hmm. which which I believe in. I, I'm pretty sure spiders are real. Maybe. I don't know. Ghosties mm-hmm. and student loans. Yep. I feel that. Thankfully, I was very lucky and only had a very, very tiny student loan. But no, I want to go back and get my doctorate. And I'm like, no, student loans. No, <laughs> absolutely not. That's terrifying. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be haunted for a long time and not just by ghosties. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could always go. I was watching something the other day about somebody talking about the huntsman spiders in Australia. And she was (gasps) talking about how uh, like they were just everywhere in her house. And she was like, I can't go anywhere. Like she was, I won't go into it because I, I can see that you're physically reacting to it. But it was, it was intense. And I was like, I'm quite glad that I don't live there. I, ugh, they, I, I know that most of them are harmless. They just creep they're, me out. Yeah, they're creepy. I totally understand. I, uh, and I, enjoy torturing myself because uh one of the screenplays i'm writing right now has to do with spiders Ooh, and 
I'm just putting everything that creeps me out in it. And then I go like back to proofread a little bit. I'm just like, who, what messed up motherfucker wrote this? I'm like, oh yeah, it's me. Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> if you, I don't know if you, do you, do you play video games? Um, I'm a casual gamer. Okay. So, well, you probably shouldn't play it, but there's a game <laughs> called Choo Choo Charles and it's a train that's also a spider and it's giant. So, you know. Oh. You could do that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to tell you a secret. And by I'm you, ready. I mean, literally everyone who's listening to this gets to know. I used to love playing Animal Crossing. I love Animal Crossing. When it came, when it came out, like the new one, um, the what's it called? New Horizons on the Switch. Did the tarantulas get to you? Not only did they get to me. I did not know they existed. Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't played that game since. Oh, no. <laughs> that was years ago. That's so sad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I haven't played since. I, I was just like, you know what? I already got the T-Rex skull. That's all I really want from this game. <laughs> and I haven't touched it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And I, I love Animal Crossing. It's great. I have like a button up, which is like the Tom Nook shirt. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I'm not touching that game anytime soon. <laughs> then don't play Choo Choo Charles. <laughs> it it freaked me out. I think what freaked me out ba bad, though, is like, because like I, I'll kill spiders in other games. You know, I'll use my sword to slash them or whatever. It's just I was not expecting them. Yeah, because they're just like all of a sudden there. and then. I went and farmed them for the for the gold for the coins or whatever but yeah and they attack you I yeah, didn't know you can get attacked I didn't knock know that could happen right I knew bees could sting you but that's it yeah the scorpions can too I did not know there were scorpions yeah they're like the season after the spiders oh well I obviously I didn't get to this <laughs> no no like yeah I mean because they're, they're like the spiders, but the time that I learned about tarantulas, I was like, oh, that's really cool. You can get a lot of money, a lot of bells for them. There's what they are. Wow. But yeah, I, uh, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh no, tarantulas. <laughs> so you did okay with like, did you play Skyrim? I've never played Skyrim. I've oh, played okay. Fallout mm -hmm. and there's like, I didn't play 76, but I played Fallout 4. And there's like the crab thingies, and those are kind of spider-like. The mire lurks. Yeah. Ah. Um, I know I've played games with spiders before. There's... It's just this particular one which freaked me out. And like I said, I wasn't expecting. I was also kind of playing late at night. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's unexpected, so. But like like playing the Pokemans, like I'll catch a Spinarak mm -hmm. or an Ariados. I don't remember if there's any other spider Pokemon. Those are the only two I know of. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. <gasps> okay, fair. Fair, <laughs> fair. He's not my favorite, but I could see that 100%. I mean, it's okay. Not all of us can have right opinions all the time. I know, but... <laughs> right? <Gosh. laughs> no, no, our friendship is going off to a beautiful start you you Yay! basically insulted my my nessie <laughs> right in front of me you're doing great you're saying i have a horrible taste in superheroes i said <laughs> no such thing sir i said no such thing me exaggerate never <laughs> 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 so anyways mothman's pretty dope yeah mothman's cool as heck <laughs> something everyone can agree on well i'm sure people don't agree but just remember if you don't agree mothman will find you and he will stare at you and good luck to your tvs and your ears and your existence do you like the indiana jones franchise i've only seen like a few so it's been a minute i need to rewatch them 
Why? Did you see the one with Shia LaBeouf? I think I did when it came out, but I honestly don't remember it very much. Oh, uh, because there's this part in it where the spoilers for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, everybody. But at the very end, the bad guy played by Kate Blanchett, she gets the crystal skull to the alien ship and she gets the skull back and then the alien like skeletons turns into an alien dude and she's like i gave you your head now give me the power i that's not an actual quote but it's been a few years since i've seen the movie as well and the alien is all like okay here's the power and then or the knowledge or whatever. And then Kate Blanchett's like, ah, this knowledge, it's wonderful. I know everything. And then she starts like burning from the eyes. And I'm like, oh no. She's like, oh no, I know too much. And then she like disintegrates and then goes off into like the the world beyond worlds or something like that. Anyways, that's what I imagine happens if you touch the Mothman. Or he stares into your eyes too much. Listen, I think you just saved me from having to watch that because that was glorious. Like that was the best description. I am sold. Make that the story. That was glorious. I, I appreciate that. I've been telling everyone I should be a professional describer. Yes, absolutely. I can describe anything as I'm looking for things to describe. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> but yeah we're getting to that point in the show the titular question of the would you died podcast if you were driving down the street with your fellow 1950s high school gang and you look in your rearview mirror and you see not a bird not a plane da 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 it's mothman ah uh, would you die probably I'd probably <laughs> i'd probably scream and the car would fly off the road if i was even if i was in the back seat somebody would be i'd like be on top of somebody's head screaming i was out walking one night i know that mm -hmm. i was out or not walking i'm sorry i was out driving one night with a friend we were on the back roads you know, in Tennessee, there's nobody supposed to be back there. And I was like, you know, what's terrifying the thought of like walking somewhere and just seeing someone or something being out in the street at night when you're not expecting it. I shit you not. We came around the corner and there was a guy standing in the road, not even making it up. I can imagine that my experience as 1950s, me in a car with friends going down the road and seeing something large winged with red eyes that's following the vehicle with a seven foot wingspan. Yeah, I would lose my mind. I don't think I, I think I would be completely broken, especially knowing the time frame and what little access to knowledge there was at the time. Yeah, I would die. Hands down. I think I'd be in the same boat. Well, <laughs> not boat, but you know what in I the mean? Car, you know, yeah. in a tree or whatever at that point. But yeah. Also losing my mind. Yeah. If I were to meet the Mothman today. Oh, I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> I'd be so happy. I'd still lose my mind. Yeah. Because I know what's coming. But at the same time, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Like if I was out walking in the woods or something and saw Mothman, I would be stoked. I would be terrified, but I would be stoked. Now, if Mothman came and knocked on my front door, no, we don't do that. We don't knock on doors. People don't come. No, absolutely not. I would die. Like, I yeah. would just, done, goodbye. <laughs> I would just be gone. My brain would ascend to the higher level of knowledge and I would venture out like Kate Bland said. <laughs> and <laughs> Here is the knowledge. <laughs> Here is the skull. Here is the knowledge. <laughs> That's what happened. See, you described it so well that now I know that's that's it. You described it perfectly. Yay, I win. No. <laughs> Continue had just won the Would You Die podcast. Yay. My prize is that I that I had a really good time. Yeah. 
<laughs> and you are now the president of the hashtag we hate Sesquash club gang. Right. Your dues are coming up, by the way. Um oh shit. <laughs> you must sacrifice one Sasquatch toe. I don't know. Oh, I can do that easily. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I, I don't mind. Uh, I'll just go to a, sas- a Sasquatch, and it's like your toes is a sacrifice that I'm willing well, to make. <laughs> you can't tiptoe around it. Like it has to be. Hey! <laughs> All right. Th- this has been this has been a blast. Um, real quick, rank in order. Mothman, Loch Ness Monster, Chupacabra, Jersey Devil, Sasquatch. What is your... Sasquatch is number one, of course. Like the best, right? Scale of one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Well, that was an M. Night Shyamalan plot twist if I've ever seen one. (laughs) (laughs) Twist is, there is no twist. Um, No. um, (laughs) Let's see, Mothman. Uh, Hell yeah. I think the Jersey Devil is pretty, pretty damn cool. Isn't it? Um, Isn't that one cool? Yeah. Yeah. Jersey Devil's pretty cool. Um, we'll throw Loch Ness up there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one that you mentioned? The Chupacabra. Yeah, we'll throw we'll throw Chupra the Chupacabra right above Sasquatch, only because they all like kind of work together as a group. Mothman trumps all, but like. Mm-hmm. Those three definitely are great. And then Sasquatch can just, he's got such a big fan club. He doesn't need me. What a... <laughs> he doesn't need me. It's all because Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Well, Harry and the Hendersons is the one redeeming quality that you can place on Sasquatch. The rest of it. I agree. I mean, it is a great, it is a great, you know, bonding experience for families to go out in the woods and hunt for Sasquatch. And I'm not bashing that at all. I was a geocacher for years. I have <laughs> nothing to say, <laughs> nothing bad to say about geocaching either, but it's a great bonding experience. Go hunt Sasquatch. And when you see Mothman, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you could hunt like a good cryptid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, this has been a wonderful time. We love Mothman. Sasquatch can suck it. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me live every day except for Saturdays at twitch.tv slash continue. K-I-N-T-I-N-U-E. I'm also on Twitter. Sorry. I'm also on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube as continue. K-I-N-T-I-N-U-E. Instagram as official continue. And, you know, continue.com. That is Awesome. Is there anything this is going to come out early, mid April? Is there anything that you'd like the people to know, like uh, coming up? Testicular Cancer Awareness Month is April, and we usually do a fundraiser for the Testicular Cancer Society about that time. Even if we don't, we do promote awareness about testicular cancer. So uh, just as you know, if it's April, it's it's Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Check yourself. Use the ball checker app that the Testicular Cancer Society provides that's on your iPhones, on your Apple Store, on your Google Play, and check yourself before you wreck yourself. Exactly. Check yourself before you wreck it, Ralph. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, this, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thanks again to Continue for coming on the show to discuss Mothman and to throw shade at Bigfoot with me. A reminder that Ice Scream, my second horror short film, which was written and directed by yours truly, got accepted into its first festival. It will be playing at the Motor City Legacy Horror Convention and Film Festival. If you're interested in seeing Ice Scream on the big screen, you can catch it the weekend of April 14th through the 16th, 2023 at the Sheraton Detroit Metro Airport in Romulus, Michigan. I hope to see you there. Are you a fan of this podcast? I hope so, because I just launched a Patreon. Link will be shared in the show notes, but you can find it as patreon.com slash Podcast. There are monthly bonus episodes, movie commentaries, and so many more perks. Jurassic Park was the first movie commentary, and this month we're going to be doing Halloween as a movie commentary. 
Plus, you're supporting your favorite monster kid, yours truly. I hope you consider joining, and to you lovely souls who already joined, I love you. On this segment of I Know What You Watched Last Week, in which I tell you about the films I watched last week, I rewatched Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. You can tell someone's ready for Evil Dead Rise. And I watched Hellraiser 3 Hell on Earth for the first time. Hellraiser 3 is interesting because I actually actually liked it a lot. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, but it's not... for me, it's not as good as the first two Hellraiser movies. It doesn't really have that backstory, that lore, that world building that those first two have. I think it's kind of where the Hellraiser films start to go down a hill. But at the same time, this one's a lot of fun. There's some great scenes, great moments. Doug Bradley is brilliant in it. It just... It feels more like a slasher than a Hellraiser movie. But I'm gonna I'm gonna check out more of them. Cause I I I really enjoy the character, I really enjoy the series, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. You can find the show's social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Would You Die Show. Also now you can follow me on TikTok at Would You Die Podcast, where it's become mostly shit posts of gizmo dancing and random music I find. You can find the Would You Die YouTube show on the Three Wise Men Media YouTube channel, where you can also find professional wrestling, trailer reviews, and much, much more. The music you hear in the beginning and end of each episode is composed by my friend, Josie Palmer. Next week's episode, we are covering 70s exploitation films. So, I hope you're not squeamish, because it's going to be a wild episode. Until next time, I'm Austin Torres. Try not to die.